Hello, friends. This is Taver Lee, and you are listening to Grit and Grace. We are here for soul-level conversations that will take us across the veil in mystical and magical ways. I invite you to leave what you know at the door, open your heart, and receive. If you want to find out more information, make sure you go to moontempleschool.com. And now let's get started. Hello, friends, and welcome back. Today, I have a recording for you of a live training that I did within Witch Power, which is my private Facebook group, in which I went deep into raising your vibrational state. And this requires deep work at where we're at in our current vibrations and how to change them. And this is going to be so, so, so useful for you that I'm giving it to you here. I hope you enjoy. I'm going to talk today about the most powerful and life-changing ways to raise your vibration. And so many of you have asked for this. You've been inquiring on how do I take this energetic source that I have of myself and create more of it to impact the environment around us. And none of what I'm going to share with you today is new but I'm hoping you can see it through a different lens, that I'm hoping you can see it through a way that allows you to make more changes in your own environment, your own energetic field. Now, you'll see I'm recording in multiple places, so sometimes my eyes will be there, sometimes here I'm streaming and and recording, so bear with me if you see me like lose focus. I'm still right here. I'm still right here. I want to boost your power. I want to boost your confidence. I want to boost your practice, your practice of calling in, embracing, and centering within your own power. So let's, let's start what it means. What does your vibration even mean? And it means the energy and frequency in which you are continually emitting outward, inward. And your vibration impacts all matter around you, which means it impacts your rituals, your spells, whether or not you are a magnet to what you desire or whether you repel frequency and energy that is emitted around you. Now, what creates an impact in our own vibration? So I just said that our vibration impacts everything around us. What is around us that impacts our vibration? Well, most of it is what's inside of us that impacts our vibration, our thoughts, our emotions, our desires, our beliefs, our actions. And yes, of course, the external world is continually impacting our vibration if we allow it, which is why we're here today. That's what we're going to talk about today. So have you ever had like a really great day? Like you've been in flow, everything feels smooth, like you're having the best day. If somebody asked you how you are today, you would be like, ah, I am great. I'm great. That feeling, right? That feeling that sometimes it feels like the external world has just given us. And what if I was to tell you that you can actually create that good feeling, that good vibration, that flow on your own, no matter what's occurring around you, no matter what. And this is my experience. This is 
this is what I'm teaching is based upon many, many, many years of teachers that I've had in my life and the hundreds, thousands of students, um, clients, mentees that I've worked with to bring these philosophies of vibration into practical tools, right? Practical tools, because it's easy to talk about working from shifted consciousness states or working from altered states of consciousness and just raise your vibration and you'll attract more. Well, what does that mean exactly? So we know that our vibration is the energy and frequency that we emit. It's impacted by what's going on internally and impacted by what's going on externally if we allow it to both of those areas. Okay, so today I'm going to talk about your vibration in two ways. Number one, daily, like your daily vibration, the vibration that you wish to embody or that just feels good for you on a daily basis. And number two, your vibration as it applies to doing rituals and spells, or we'll say intentional work in creating life on your terms. So let's start with a daily vibrational state. And I'm going to give you homework today. So this is going to be fun. Thank you for everybody that is with me. I'm going to be giving you some homework today. This is a, a great day for you to begin a practice to raise your vibration. So homework, like number one, is find time in silence in the next couple of days to be in contemplation about vibration. Maybe it's time for you to actually create a practice around your vibration, which is your energy field. Create a practice around it and start with a chunk of time. Schedule yourself an hour an hour and a half, 30 minutes, whatever you can, and start with the question of, like, where am I at now? What vibration, frequency, or energy am I emitting? Write it out, hopefully in silence or outside, in stillness, on your own. And then ask yourself, why? Why am I feeling this vibrational state? Am I tired, stressed, angry, happy, uh, blissful, like what is it that I'm feeling and why? And if a lot of lower vibrations come up or you feel yourself moving through fields that are what you might consider lower vibrations or negative vibrations, it's okay. Like be comfortable saying, okay, I'm working on my vibration. I'm starting with evaluating where I'm at right now and answering why. And there is power in knowledge. Knowledge is power. So knowing it, not right or wrong. Don't try to squelch the truth. <laughs> don't try to squelch the truth. If you're, if you're feeling fear or frustration or anxiety or anger, starting here, acknowledging it is powerful. I'll give you an example. There is a, there is a woman that I work with in my spiritual coaching practice, and she is very successful in her own business. She travels a lot for work. She is... She works with all different kinds of humans in the service that she provides, which is really amazing, very luxurious and bougie. And she is fantastic. Like it is her zone of genius. She is working in her zone of genius. And our work together is to understand like why does she, in between the work that she does, why does she feel such anxiety? Like where is the anxiety coming? And underneath this vibrational 
evaluation that we did, we determined that she carries fear that today will be the last day she's going to be able to be in this zone of genius and something's going to pull her out of it and she's going to lose it. And it's going to be very difficult to maintain her lifestyle if her business changes or her job changes. This applies to all of us, right? And we looked at the different ways in which she shows up for different clients or colleagues or in networking events or with her family. And she realized that when she was in between doing her services, when she was in between them, her vibrational state was low, which means her family and her friends and her community got this version of her that was like a lower vibrational state because she was moving through a lot of fear. But the moment that she switched into actually delivering the service because she loves it so much and it is her zone of genius, her vibration is immediately high. So all of her her clients, her colleagues, her employees see a very different vibrational state of her. So we did the work to go in to address the fears. And I'm going to talk about that in a moment. We did the work to go in to address the fears so there can be more of an even keel for her in where she sees herself in the moment and how can she maintain that blissful vibrational state of when she's actually doing the work. Because underneath it all, and and trust me, it was layers to get to why that vibrational state shifted so much between delivering the service and being at home was because It was this like deep fear that sat underneath all of it, that it was all going to go away. And many of us feel that. I mean, I was just going to ask you to raise your hand. (laughs) Can't raise your hand. Raise your hand if you feel fear that the life and bliss that you're experiencing is going to go away, that we carry this unsafe feeling. Yeah. So when we do this process of evaluating where our vibration is right now, starting with just right now. This is your your first step. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. This is your first step is where is my vibration right now and why? And if you start to bring in and feel um, negative or lower vibrational words, thoughts come in, just allow them to come in. Allow them to come in. Because the first step in the healing process is to acknowledge where we're at and why. Now, if you're feeling uh, your vibration is impacted by trauma, my invitation for you is to go down the the process of trauma healing, find a trauma-informed therapist, spiritual coach, anyone that can help you deal with the trauma. And I'm not going to talk about that today because we wouldn't have time. I want to focus specifically on practices and tools to raise your vibration. So if you have deep shadow work and deep healing to do, do it, do it. Healing itself, healing itself, any type of healing that you do for yourself is already going to start raising your vibration. Although it might feel more incremental than doing certain specific rituals that will just whoosh whoosh you up into a high vibrational state, it will happen. Healing brings higher levels of vibration into your fields. And if you're feeling like your vibrational state is impacted by people around you or situations or your office space or your family or your spouse or your environment, all of these things, right? We're, we're starting to swirl into the external places that impact our vibrational field. Then take it step by step. Like, What can you do today to create more positive vibrational 
external situations. Now, sometimes we can't change it, depending on our colleagues, our bosses. Sometimes we can't change it if it's our own family. But we can choose to do it in smaller periods of time. We can also choose to handle our own internal energy every single day, which I will talk about, which will allow others, that external impact on our vibrational field, to have less of an impact if we focus on ourselves and our own energy every single day, every single day, every single day. And for your space, right? If you're if you're living with a lot of clutter or um, just disharmonious, you know, furniture or items that you don't love, take it away. Adjust your environment. So I'm addressing this part of it in terms of what impacts my vibrational state, like the why part of that, or what is my vibrational state and why. And if it comes up, well, I don't love working in this space because I feel hot and it's, or it's always cold and it feels like I don't have a, you know, I don't have a good flow in here, then start there, start in one place, changing the external on the internal parts, thoughts, feelings, emotions, and beliefs that impact your vibration. I'm telling you, your first level of homework is to address them. Start a healing journey. And why are we talking about vibration in which power? I know someone is here thinking, why are we like why are we talking about our our power as witches or our ability to create through spells and rituals and embrace our full power? Like why are we talking about our vibration? And there are many different answers to this question, but I will tell you in my belief, 1000% in my belief, our energy, our vibrational state, when we create rituals or spells, or as we go about our day, because we are constantly creating, our vibration has a direct impact on what we are creating. Whether or not we know that we are, we are. We are constantly creating. And listen, I understand we go through cycles in the day. Not everything on the exterior is going to feel easy and smooth and blissful, but can we be in a centered, aligned state even when that happens? Yeah. I have a, another, this is a really great story. This is such a great story that I'm going to share with you. I have another um, person that I work with in my spiritual coaching practice, and she listens to a lot of my air magic classes. Like she listens to me talk a lot about what we speak is what we become. And she's done so much work around that. And she has a few pieces, few parts of her life where things have been challenging in relationships, in her family, in her job. And there was all this change happening. And it was like bubbling up in her. She almost felt like everything was working against her or everything was going wrong. But she didn't want to speak that. She didn't want to say, oh, oh my gosh, things are really hard right now. She didn't want to say that because she felt like if I acknowledge what's happening or I speak it, I'm creating more of it. And I do teach that. That is true. That is true. But instead of allowing herself to actually heal it and acknowledge it and move on from it, it kind of bottled up inside. So we did a deep shadow work session of going into, we created a container. We set the intention of this container to specifically be, I'm going to go in here and swamp. I'm going to swamp. I'm going to let myself go deep into the muck. I'm going to let it come out. I'm going to cry. I'm going to stomp my feet. I'm going to be mad. I'm going to be frustrated. I'm going to be angry. I'm going to be all these things. And we did it. We moved. We breathed. We expressed all of these things. And the moment that she spoke it, the energy started to move. The moment she acknowledged it, let her body move it, knowing it was stored like deep in between her heart and her solar plexus. And she moved it and groaned and allowed the tears to flow, allowed the disappointment to be acknowledged. The moment that we did that, the energy immediately started to shift. So the part that impacts our vibrational state the most is our internal state, our belief systems, what we're experiencing. And 
how can we handle that? Well, I'm going to, I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. So that was, that was the first part. The second part is the external, putting boundaries in place for relationships or family or situations that are having a negative impact on your vibration. And if it's your physical space, if it is your physical space, make it beautiful, make it luxurious, make it feel like high vibrations. Look around you, wherever you're watching this, like look around you, look around you, wherever you are. If you're driving, walking, if you're in a mall, grocery store, wherever you're watching this, like are you surrounded by a high vibe feeling? If it's your own home, put it through the lens of does every corner, every section of this space feel good to me? because those are things that we can change. And it's actually kind of easy to make changes in your physical space. If you recognize that you're carrying a lot of old beliefs about yourself and you're not necessarily sure that you are, oh, so many layers to this. I, I'm, not, I, I'm, I'm hesitating to even go into it. If you, are, if you realize that there's a lot of beliefs about yourself that need work, internal beliefs, then I will say that that is a process I highly recommend that you go down. Because no amount of spells or rituals is going to overcome what you truly believe about yourself. And I want your spells to be great. I want your spells to be fast. I want you to know how to get into an altered state of consciousness like this and create using whatever magical tools you'll, you use and create and not have it be like a coming up against a belief that your belief is open, that you have surrendered to everything being possible. And it's all depending upon what you create, but old belief systems about your yourself are going to butt up against that. And I can work some pretty powerful spells and rituals, but it's very difficult for me to work on them to overcome your belief. And in fact, I would tell you that if you know that you have areas of yourself that are that need work, that are impacting the results of your spells and rituals, then I highly recommend your next ritual or spell be to work on those parts of yourself. Invest the time and the energy to create big ritual or spell that is to help you identify, acknowledge, and move beliefs or even just believe that change is possible. Belief that change is possible is a big one. Big one. <laughs> so many of us just, we cast our spells, we do our rituals, but at the very undercore of us, we're like, well, change is impossible anyway, but I'm just going to try. Uh-uh. Let's go back two steps. Let's address that change is possible. This is what it means when I say building an enchantable life. It's our belief systems, our subconscious. It's handling that. It's creating opportunity for more for you. Mm, yes. All right, so homework number two. So at the beginning, I talked about starting with the process of asking yourself what your vibrational state is and doing this in like a single shot in a moment, like a single shot, a single container for yourself, hopefully somewhere in silence and in quiet allowing yourself the opportunity to go deep, ask where your vibrational state is, knowing it's just that moment. Could be different tomorrow, could be different tonight, but just that moment. It says practicing the process. It's a tool. Asking yourself why. And when you identify why you're in that vibrational state, if it feels negative or lower, that you then create, what am I going to do about that? Like, what's the next step? Where am I going to heal? How am I going to address it? If your vibrational state is already in, feels flowy and in a good place, you might think, okay, Okay, great. 
how do I maintain this? How do I maintain this really good, blissful, vibrational state? Because I know that my ohm is going to be stolen tomorrow when I go to work <laughs> and the cranky person down the hall starts on me or my boss gives me something that is unreal, unrealistic or my somebody in my family you know, triggers me, all of these things. We know, we, we feel like we know that's coming. So when we feel really good, we might be like, well, how do I avoid those things? All right, so this is homework assignment number two. You can avoid those things. You can work on your own center, your own vibrational state. It is a practice. So homework number two is create a rising ritual every single day that you do every single day and commit to it. And I'm going to get to all the reasons why people don't commit to it here in a moment because I already know what you're going to say. You're going to be like, oh, I can't do that every day. I'm busy. I get up. I got to have coffee. got to get the kids to school. I'm busy. I, I find it hard to make the time or I'm not motivated or I... I hit the snooze button a few times. I don't have time. I can tell you that if you make at the very minimum 10 minutes a day and you dedicate that time to yourself in a rising ritual, which we'll talk about, if you do that every single day and you, I want to say like you guard it, you protect it, you enforce it in your life as the most important thing that you're going to do that entire day is that rising ritual. I promise you, 30, 60 days, your life will look entirely different than it does today. This is how you'll prove to yourself that change is possible, is by committing to yourself to do something just for you. Okay, so in this 10 minutes, in this 10 minutes, movement, breath, contemplation, meditation, yoga, rituals that help you move energy through your body, no noise, no sounds, no other humans, just you, just you and you. Cutting out all the external noise so everything internal can be felt and seen. In fact, I will tell you that, I mean, 10 minutes is the bare minimum. If you can do more, do more. Maybe you can commit to 30 minutes. Many of you know me and you've been to High Magic Immersions with me or you've... Um, a bit of events with me, I spend at least an hour, usually two, most mornings by myself, notification free, and I go deeply inward. Sometimes I meditate, sometimes it's breath work, sometimes it's journal work. Sometimes it's actually creating, creating and creating because my flow feels so good that I have allowed myself to not let anything outside of me come into the inside yet. So I do rituals. Yes, I can do them in the shower. I can bring water and I can take a bath making time for yourself every morning and, and asking yourself, like, what is it that I want to experience today? What do I want to feel today? This is magic. This is magic. Is looking at my energy field right now and saying with an intention, this is what I want to experience today. And so it is. And so it shall be. All the other work that we do on ourselves, whether it's in learning spells, rituals, learning how to work with your spirit guides, how to channel, all these things, yes, they would be done outside of this. This time would just be to go inward, be in contemplation. This is a high vibrational activity that if you do and commit to at least 10 minutes a day, you become so much higher in your vibrational state. And yes, we might need to clear it and do little steps along the way. Yes, for sure, throughout the day. And I'll get to that. But starting each day with a commitment to yourself, so powerful, so powerful. I would 
I would challenge anyone that if you do this for 60 days and your life is not entirely different than it is today, you can reach out to me and we'll talk about it because I already know that it will be. (laughs) I challenge you to this. And I want you to know that this is one of the main reasons why I do this work, why I'm here. Because I know these things that might seem simple aren't simple. I know the effort to put 10 minutes to an hour, two hours into yourself every day is not something that our society teaches us to do. So it feels like it's going against the grain of what it means to be a good mom, a good employee, a good lover, a good partner to choose you first. But I know that when you do for these small slices of your day, that it is so powerful in change. It is so powerful in creating something so different in how you feel. And remember, at the very beginning, I talked about your vibration is the energy and frequency at which you emit. And spells and and rituals, we are using them constantly like to create or pull something into us or bring something to us or cut something off from us. But what if our vibration alone could do that? What if our vibration alone could do that? That is magic. That is magic. So you're going to do your homework. You're going to take this chunk of time to look at your vibration, ask yourself why, put practices in place to address any some sort of the negative pieces that come in. And of course, you can do this often. I don't necessarily think that I evaluate my vibration every day. It would be something I would probably do monthly, which I suggest the same because this is deep work. Number two, implement rising rituals. Find and test out different things. Or you made already you might already have rituals to do and you might know what they are and you know to meditate and yet you're like, ah, oh, I just didn't do it. I didn't I didn't I just I kept busy. I forget. I forget I didn't do it. <laughs> Commit to it. Put notes right as you get out of bed. Put a sticky note on top of your phone every day saying, do not enter until such and such time. Put reminders on your mirrors in your bathroom, on your phone. Have music set up the night before if you're going to meditate or no music. Put out a comfortable pillow right in front of your bed so you can get up and take care of your business and come and sit on this pillow and and meditate and give yourself 10 minutes deep breathing practices. And I've done tons of videos and work on different breath works. I've done lots of different videos on how to cleanse I even did recently a podcast with Nixie Marie on working with your space. And of course, in the sacred wheel class last week, we went deep into setting up sacred space that is specific to what you want to feel in each room of your house. And it was really powerful. In fact, today we have another sacred wheel class this evening and we have the high priest and high priestess level two today. So I'm coming to you on a day that's temple for us. And so just know that there are lots of ways to go into these practices deeper. I'm, I'm giving you the entryway. I'm opening the door for you to contemplate. And there are many layers and depths that you can go to if you so desire. So you can raise your vibration. It is a choice. It is a practice. It is a trial and error, but it is also a commitment to yourself, to knowing your center at all times. What takes you off your center? What brings you into your center? Now let's talk about raising your vibration for rituals or spells. This is for for sure my zone of genius. My most favorite things to do are big rituals that are life-altering, and they require lots of planning, and 
I know, and many of you know, that if you've done rituals with me, the most successful rituals are those that you take your time in creating. It's not the implementing or doing of the ritual or conducting of the ritual or spell. It is in the preparation for the ritual or the spell. And yet when it comes time to conduct, complete, make the magic, do the thing, your vibrational state in that moment is critical. Again, this is my experience, my teachings. This is what I know to be true, that if I am going to create something significant that is from me into the universe, that my vibrational state is going to be a direct impact on the outcome. And so how do we raise our vibration? Well, some of my favorite ways, journeys, meditation, um, Anybody that has seen me do any work in the high priest and the high priestess path, we do rituals to bring the energy through our body. Cleanse, cleanse, cleanse. Raise, raise, raise. There are many ways to raise your energy. Dance, pleasure. If you're doing a ritual that is um, about flow and bringing more water into your life or abundance, you may wish to utilize the sexual energy that lives in your body to create the vibrational state to then go and cast your spell or vice versa, both ways. Raising our energy can be done with music. Think of, think of different ways that you feel with different music. Music alone can change your vibrational state. So I'm going to give this to you in two steps for raising your vibration for a ritual or spell. Number one, know the energy of the ritual that you are conducting or spell. I'm using that word interchangeably. I'm going to say ritual, but it's ritual or spell. Know the energy of that spell. Is it calling in? Is it releasing? Is it deep? Is it light? Is it movement? Is it short? Is it long? Um, of course, you have heard me talk a lot recently about not doing makeshift magic, like immediate emergency magic, and instead start creating rituals and spells that are creating long-term so we're not constantly needing to feel like we didn't do our part in our co-creation. So number one, know what the energy is of the ritual or spell that you're conducting. Do that first. Know that. Be clear about that. And number two, use music, breath, movement, and Tools that you have available to you, which can be herbs, plants, stones, uh, magical tools, cauldrons, chalices, athamis, all of those things come in secondarily once you know what is the energy that your spell or ritual is going to be creating and then match, match it to what you need. As an example, I will drop in here later. I will drop in the comments somewhere or put it in notes the song from Witchfest of 2022. It is a beautiful ritual song. If you want to raise your energy quickly, it's 10 minutes long. It's got my voice in it. It has magical words. It has all these different instruments that were played by hand and vocals. And it's, it's going to take you on a journey of raising slowly, raising your vibration, and then steadying you out to do what it is that you're doing, like to do the working, to do the thing, and then helping you raise it as you send it into creation. So I will put the link. It's on YouTube. It is... Um, yeah, it's Witchfest. If you type in Witchfest on YouTube and my name, you'll find it. 10 minutes long, great song. Make your own playlists, though. Find your own musical choices that work for you. Mm. If you want to do more of this deep work with me, you are welcome to join the Sacred Wheel or I even have a Spell Casting 101 class coming, which is going to be so so much fun. So much fun. I'm going to dive into all the different elements of putting a spell together. And I will repeat then what I'm saying now is no spell is going to overcome your subconscious beliefs on what you deserve. None of that's going to happen. That should be your first spell. 
So join me in Spellcasting 101. It's super cheap. It is a deep class. You'll have the recording. It'll be available to you forever to come back to. And I'm also about to launch 30 days of, um, I think it's called 30 days of which school? It's something like that. It's 30 days. I'm bringing you information, teachings, and recordings every single day for 30 days. I've created the most amazing, amazing material for you. So I cannot wait until that's live. See you again soon. Thank you for joining us today. On any of your favorite listening apps, we would really appreciate a rating and review. And if you're looking for more information, make sure that you go to moontempleschool.com and you can find us there. 